0: This is episode 12 of the Gamer Sushi Show. This week, Anthony has something to say about Epic Mickey, we play another new game called Fill in the Blank, and we throw down on Game Informer's top 30 characters of the decade.
1: Welcome to the Gamer Sushi Show. I'm
2: Eddie. I'm Anthony. I'm Jeff. I'm Mitch. And I'm Nick.
1: And this is our 12th episode of the show, and that gets us to the full dozen just in time for the end of the year, which is kind of neat, even though we've taken some breaks and all that.
2: 12th episode of Christmas.
3: It's (laughs) like we planned it this way.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is all by design. It's not a bug. It's a feature. (laughs) Thanks, Microsoft. Yeah,
1: yeah, we've all had our Thanksgiving, minus Mitch. who doesn't believe in turkeys. Um, they don't believe in turkeys in Canada, right?
2: No, actually. We just eat moose for every meal. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Just
3: constantly <laughs> eating moose. All day, every day. Moose chips with a side of moose.
2: Moose soju. It's
4: delicious.
3: Mm. It je- moose jelly on your toast. So is this called gamer moose in Canada? Oh,
4: wow. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> moving right along
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're of the december now um so i just think it's crazy we're kind of at the end of the year and everyone's starting to put together their big 2010 list including us um we're voting on that and hopefully we'll have that pretty soon but it's after funny
3: the, after the fist fight in battle royal
1: yeah after the battle royal where we all argue about who wins um mm-hmm. But no, it's it's funny, the more I think about it, because last podcast we had this whole thing about like how good of a year it's been, and the more I think about it since the podcast, it's actually like, this has been a really stinking good year of video games. Um, but all the games are out now, so it's it's kind of nuts. I'm trying to catch up on them and play them all before the year ends so we can kind of put together some of these things. But the big games on my list are Gran Turismo 5, uh, Enslaved, and Call of Duty Black Ops. So I mean I don't know if you guys have any games on your list that you're still trying to play, but those are the ones that that are real big for me that I want to get done before 2011.
0: <laughs> I I think I would like to play uh, Brotherhood before the end of the year. So I started. I know a, you, I know you yeah. and Mitch are playing that, but I haven't started. So I think I would because I hear that it's probably the best uh, iteration of it. So I want
2: to check that out.
1: I, uh, yeah, I don't I, know, if Mitch. Would be. Like I think the- it's I think it's uh, I think it's the best Assassin's Creed game yet. So I, it'll actually it'll really
2: definitely cool. suck up a lot of your time. That's for sure. Yeah, I think I've got um, like twenty five hours on it. <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah, I've probably got somewhere around fifteen. The multiplayer is actually really cool. It's a nice little breath, breath of fresh air, which is something Mitch mentioned in his review. So it's uh, a lot of stalking and hunting and doing all that kind of stuff, and it's actually really really cool. It's it's different, like in a world of like Slayer and Deathmatch. It's kind of cool to have a mode where people are like sneaking and you know, doing that whole thing.
4: Yeah, I'm actually really curious to, to check out the multiplayer because I, I got to try it in the, the PS3 beta and I wasn't that impressed with this, but I think there was only one mode in the beta and, and the real thing has more, like what, three or four or something like that? Or
1: Yeah, it's it's actually got four and that's actually interesting. I'm, I don't know, I wonder if you'd actually still like the multiplayer because the, the only fun one that I've played is the main one. Yeah. I think that they did the beta of.
2: The free-for-all type of... Mm-hmm.
3: Jeff, yeah. I did the beta too and I was kind of like, eh, I'm not too sure about this. But I think that's just the nature of betas where sometimes you go into it and you don't know what the hell you're doing and then you actually play the real game and you get a better idea of it later on.
4: Yeah, so, no, and I'm not going to write it off entirely. It's just like...
3: No, no, I mean, I'm saying I feel the same way as you though. Like, right. I I would like to play the full game because I think the beta didn't do it justice.
4: Well, yeah, and the cool thing
1: is you actually unlock perks and like different things like that and I'm wondering how much of the beta out of that i mean i I didn't play the beta so i don't know if it had that much but like the cool thing is like you can get like a a disguised ability which will change your character to look like other characters so if people are chasing you and you need to hop into a crowd real quick you can put pull the disguise ability out and it works on a cooldown timer so you can't just use it all the time um but then there's also a morph ability and the morph ability will change the people in the crowd you're standing in to look like you and so like I like to use both of those in tandem. Like, if people are chasing me, I'll get around a corner, get into a crowd of people, more follow them, and then change myself, and then go walking and like turn around and walk back the way I I went running. Just as my pursuer (laughs) is coming around and just sees a bunch of people that look like me, and that's always kind of awesome when you. That sounds really good. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's awesome when you pull it off.
4: Well, I'm definitely Um, gonna check it out. Like, I'm looking forward to it. So, I mean, can you lock block?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You you can. You you can
3: stun
4: block.
1: Yeah, you can stun block. That's a
3: start. It's all
1: right. I've also been wanting to play Enslaved really bad. Uh, one, because Jeff reviewed it well, but the more I've been reading about it, it was, it was interesting because I was reading this one thing where someone was talking about how it was one of the first games where the, the, they felt like it was people acting, mm. not people voice acting, which, I mean, even over Uncharted 2, which I thought was
4: an interesting... You know, I could I could definitely see that because the, the thing is... Uh,
1: I've heard the story is just very
4: cool, and like all well, the, the cutscenes are great. The story is really well written. It has a cool, like climactic scene at the end. Like it does a good job of actually building up to something and then resolving the story in an interesting way. So they had the the, the writer, the guy that wrote uh, the beach, and a couple of uh, Alex Garland did the script for it, and Andy Circus did the direction. And I think that actually shows in the finished product. Hmm. Um, The funny thing is, it's already like I guess it didn't do well enough. It's already on sale. You can get it for like thirty bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I saw it used for like twenty-five or thirty somewhere, and I almost got it. Yeah,
4: yeah, no, I bought it for basically full price. I bought it like the week that it came out, and within three weeks or four weeks, it was already on sale. So it's a little sad. It's too bad. It's actually like a really cool game that I wish more people would check out. But I think it's already like essentially a failure.
1: Is that is that another case of one of those where you you wish the developer would just release it at a cheaper? You mean? Is uh, it...
4: Maybe. I mean, it's – it's. I think some people disliked – like, they, they complained about the length because that's what everybody does nowadays. But uh, yeah. I actually felt like it was about, what, 10, 12 hours long. I actually felt like it was a perfect length for that game.
2: 10 to 12 yeah. hours isn't, isn't bad at all.
4: No, no, yeah. It's, I
3: think you need at least eight hours to you
4: know, mm. be okay. Well, it, it, you, like, even
3: six is like kind of like, yeah, oh, but eight is like, all right, well, that's fine, yeah.
4: It didn't outlive its, it, you know, it didn't outstay its welcome. Uh, yeah. I, I think it was a little bit more than what what you would go for in a downloadable game, but I don't know. It's such a cool world. They did such a good job of world building and, and characterization and design, and it's just a gorgeous, like, the the designs are gorgeous. You know, every other uh, post-apocalyptic game is all, like, dust and brown. and brown. Right. <laughs> it's all dust. And shooting. And, <laughs> And no, and, and Enslaved is like, you'll walk around the corner and one wall will be covered with like incredibly bright red flowers and there's mm. green grass everywhere. And yeah, stuff is like broken down, but it's like you'll walk around the corner and I, I would actually like, you know, lose my breath a little bit when I'd see some of the, the stuff that they did with the design, which was really cool. I really hope that they take another crack at Enslaved because it's one of those games that that... Not exactly like uh, Mirror's Edge where they didn't quite get the mechanics right or Assassin's Creed, you know, where it was like yeah. almost the beta, beta version. It's, it's funny. It's like the story and the, the character design and, and the art design and everything was really good and then the gameplay was mediocre kind of. I don't know. I, I thought it would have been cool to see like m- enemies other than robots or something else going on in the world. Or,
1: or maybe like less enemies. That was something that I thought was cool about or, Shadow yeah, of the Warcraft Colossus. Warcraft was like, I remember when I first played it, I was just... I, just I,
0: boss battles?
1: Well, yeah, Well, and, and I know we talk about this game all the freaking time, but like, I remember when I... Well,
0: there's a reason.
1: Yeah, well, when I first played it, I was amazed because I was like, okay, I'm writing... Like, literally, you were writing from one boss battle to the next, and it might take you 30 minutes or more to get from one boss to the next because you had to figure out how to find them and oh, how to get but... there and navigate your way through the world. And I remember when I was writing... On the horse at one point trying to find the next boss i was like you know in any other game they would make me fight like goblins on the way there or they would throw a few enemies at it to 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 kind of falsely break up the monotony right you know but in this game they just let you have, have a it. break yeah and, and the world was the game you know what i mean like and to me it sounds like enslaved could maybe benefit from some of that, and
4: I think my wish list, if they make an Enslaved two, is for them to um, beef up the platforming and give us a few more, you know, maybe some organic enemies or you know, human enemies or something other than robots. But really, it, it's got a lot of potential. I, I hope they don't drop it. I hope it didn't fail so badly that they won't make more in it. Well, and the thing
0: is, is I mean, it's probably not going to get a sequel. Like, let's be honest. I like, know and yet i hear today or yesterday that prototype is getting a sequel yes <laughs> and i'm like why i hated that game so much and, <laughs> and they're already the making hype. they're making an infamous 2 why why do you need a prototype it's going to be better like <laughs> it's just they so should just stupid. combine games
3: and call it infotype they should
1: Infotype. <laughs> but it's silly <laughs> no like just that just that get rid of prototype
0: just, Info- yeah, yeah. just infamous is
3: actually <laughs> So I was surprised by how much I liked Infamous. And In Prototype, I was shocked by how much I fucking hated it. Jeez. I
0: actually heard that Infamous was basically Sly Cooper with superpowers. It's, it's
3: kind of like that, yeah.
0: And that actually yeah. made me want to play it even
4: more. I actually it's haven't played it so
3: It's pretty cheap now.
4: I should, so I should play Infamous and not Prototype? Yes. Okay. Don't yes, ever that's, play Prototype. That is the right, Never is play the right answer
3: play Prototype.
0: question. <laughs> I played for three hours and didn't get a single fucking achievement. Okay. <laughs> I know. What's
2: the deal with that? If you don't get an achievement in the first 20 minutes, you might as well just return the game.
3: The best part of Prototype is just zipping around the city with like your super jumps. Yeah, it's,
1: it's and not then once that wears off, it's like, okay, well.
3: Once that wears off, have, it went right like, back to gameplay.
0: <laughs> carnage the game. Because that's what it was. Yeah, right. True. It, the, the most frustrating part of Prototype was the, the game game. <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. playing it. The game, <laughs> the game got in really the way bad. of having fun. That's where which, which was a problem.
1: Yeah. Well, moving on, um the, actually the most recent game that came out, I think it just came out last week, right? Um Epic Mickey. Yeah. And
3: past uh, Monday, Tuesday, I think.
1: Yeah, so and Anthony's actually gotten a chance to play it. So I wanted to touch on that cuz that was kind of the the Wii's big release uh over the fall, and we were talking a little bit about platf- platforming with enslaved and I know that Epic Mickey is kind of that so yes
3: <laughs> well i'm only about uh about an hour and a half two hours into the game because um, i just got it in the mail from gamefly on thursday um but um my initial impressions are it's a very it's a it's a perfectly average platforming game uh if you take away the mickey mouse license this wouldn't even register on anybody's radar hmm. uh now, I am only an hour and a half, two hours into it, so it may get better. I'm sort of, I think I'm still in the tutorial phase. It's kind of a long tutorial phase. Um, so I'm trying not to, you know, I don't want to color my final conclusions already. Um, but there are some things that aren't going to get better, uh, like the um, targeting mechanic. You know, you, you use the Wii Remote to target things and stuff like that, um, it's not very accurate as in like your target will be on the enemy, but because of maybe the angle of where Mickey's standing and where the enemy is, it doesn't hit them. So you have to sort of move Mickey around too, which is, uh, takes a slight adjustment because like Mario isn't like that or, you know, the other Wii platforming games aren't like that. But the main problem, uh, I have with the game is the camera. You literally are fighting with the camera the entire time. Um, Like you, the camera, most of the part, for the most part, it uh, will follow you around and every now and then it gets into a fixed position. The default position when it's fixed is don't let the player see what he wants to see. Um, If you need to jump forward, like if you're moving forward, the camera will pan so the camera is in front of you, so you're jumping towards the camera, which is absolutely useless. Why?
2: What? That doesn't even make any sense.
3: It's. It's um, it's abominable. And then you have to, then you use the, you know, cause you're holding the, it's the nunchuck Wii remote combination. So then you have to use the D pad on the Wii remote to move the camera around. And that's, oh, that's not, weird. That's very inaccurate and slow. And then you have to sort of, I'm, I'm one of those people that I like the camera sl- slightly above me so I can sort of see yeah ahead of me and everything. And so then you have to like angle it to the right and then you got to press down. So the camera goes up and then it's just, it's constantly frustrating, and you know, it, it's hard to get into the game when you're constantly, you know, I've I've literally never been this annoyed with a camera ever. Like which even is, the first Kingdom Hearts game was not as bad as this. Which is
1: crazy, cause yeah, like like Anthony, you were telling me about that. Like uh, either yeah, it was yesterday that you were telling me about that, and and I guess the topic I wanted to jump to from there is like what I don't know. It's kind of weird to me. Like the thing I said to Anthony, I was like. Why the that hell was can't. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, I was like, why can't video game developers do cameras right still? Because Mario 64 did it pretty pretty dang good, and that was in 1996.
4: That was like God. the first try. And <laughs> like, a... yeah. Camera <laughs> problems seem like a, a two generations ago problem. Yeah, like... but,
1: but developers all over the place still have. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood has some camera problems in a lot of places.
2: Fable um, 3 not... had a lot of camera problems. Like when you do. A charged up range attack, the camera would switch back around, so after you finish your attack, it would point at you instead of at your enemies.
4: I bet the you know, Force Unleashed 2 had some. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny that you, you mentioned the, the facing the other way, because I want to say Uncharted 2 does that, but it, it works. Like, you know, when you'll be doing the big uh, what's the one scene where you're, like, running across a bridge that's falling behind you? Mm-hmm. So you're running into the camera. I remember doing that. Yeah, but yeah,
3: you're you're right, and that was good. But you were just running there; you weren't having to jump.
4: Yeah, yeah you didn't have
3: to like look
1: in front the,
2: of you.
3: There well, was but, this. Uh, this but they they did of- a
1: good job of doing some good cues that let you know, like this is where you're going and what you're doing, and they make you feel in control of the situation.
2: Mm.
4: You know,
3: right? But yeah, that, was, that's
4: what I was saying. It was it's interesting that there is a way to do that that works. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly.
3: Yeah, there's this part of Epic Mickey where I was trying to jump from this platform. To this like ledge, and in between us was like a toxic river, and uh, I couldn't see. I couldn't get the camera; it literally would not move, so I could see where I was jumping. And it was one of those where, if you jump, if you land in the toxic river, it doesn't kill you; it just takes off a health point. So I lost two health points just bouncing to try to get to the ledge. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Solve the puzzle. You know, <laughs> moving on. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, and and it was interesting too because uh, Castlevania: Lords of Shadow has a mostly fixed camera, um, which I remember getting bugged about it a couple of times and there were a couple of times where it did like the whole, the game that to me like it most uh, exemplifies this problem is uh, the old school Resident Evil where occasionally it would switch angles and then all of a sudden you're kind of turned around because you're like, wait, you know.
4: Wait, I was uh, you walk into a room and, down and down.
1: suddenly... <laughs> yeah, and so Castlevania Lord of Shadow occasionally had that problem, but I, but at the same time I was never fighting with the camera and so I was actually okay with the mostly fixed angle of it. But the, the, the question I posed kind of to Anthony that I wanted to see what you guys thought is, I was like, is it because so many people do first-person shooters now that, like, you don't have to worry about cameras? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to, like, you, you don't always notice it because, like, maybe so many developers are doing, doing first-person shooters or, like, third-person, you know, like, the Gears of War style camera that, like, we barely have to worry about cameras anymore so that when people actually have to do them, they just suck at it? I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm yeah, because
4: the Mass Effect <laughs> camera doesn't go; it just is over your shoulder, and that's where it is, and it doesn't move without your direction. That, but that's and that's what you mean by the gears. All right, that's, that's like the over the shoulder third yeah. person. Yeah. Well, Unreal. even
1: Batman's over the shoulder camera annoyed me because it wasn't; I didn't feel like it was seated far enough above it, me to where okay, I could see. Okay, I had
0: I had issues with the Batman. Cam- I was like. I I couldn't put my finger on what it was, but it always bothered me. I was but like, it's, it's in the wrong
4: place. Yeah, yeah. You know the, what it is? It does
3: feel slightly like off-center or something. Know, was, he's, yeah. he's
4: he's in the right side of the screen, and he's a lot bigger than the over-the-shoulder characters normally are. So he instead of being like maybe a little bit more than a third of the screen, he takes up almost half of the side, I want to
0: say. Yeah. and he's But he's also like just off-center enough to where it's annoying that I want to like look around his shoulder and I can't and like... yeah. It was, and I, I eventually got over it, but it was really, it uh-huh. was really frustrating in that game. Something well, I was going to say is the God of War games didn't—they had fixed cameras, and they did a fantastic job.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah Devil May Cry is known, another one.
0: They're known for having yeah. like they fixed cameras, and God of War that game came out a while ago. So if they fixed cameras, why is this a problem?
1: Well, that's why think Mario sixty four came out in nineteen ninety six, and it yeah. had a pretty good camera. <laughs> so I don't know why. Yeah, like I don't know why we can't do yeah, it. Still,
3: Ocarina of Time had a really good camera. There was not too many problems with that one,
1: and that I was mean, and those were the first forays into you know 3D. Yeah, yeah. Cameras. The, the,
3: the solution is out there. Presumably, <laughs> these people have played it. Why I mean, is this, it, is it? This is a case where, like, like I said, like, are they just not talented enough? Like, what's the deal?
4: <laughs> well, I, yeah, it seems it, like it seems like the cameras that work the best are the ones that you control yourself. You know. Or, or that like, well, to a degree, don't, don't it, have too much of a, a mind of their own, because there's times where you just don't want to deal with a camera,
0: and if the camera can be smart enough, right, and you don't have to deal with it, then that's the best of both worlds. Like, unless you're just a control freak and you have to be able to control the camera, but there's times where I don't want to have to control the camera. I just want to do the action. Another
1: know? game I was always fighting in the camera with was um, Grand Theft Auto Four. Like I felt yeah. like it, it was. Like in those big open world games, sometimes in Final Fantasy Thirteen did this too. The camera will sometimes and, and by default in a lot of games gets a little too close to you. And then and in, in Grand Theft Auto Four, I felt like it was always too close. And in Final Fantasy Thirteen, I felt like the camera kept pulling down to look up at the scenery. Yes. And yeah. I kept having to pull it back and up over me so I could look past me right. to see where I was
2: running. Yeah, well, like driving in a car. In yeah, Grand Theft Auto, yeah. it would like swing down and look at your bumper.
3: Yeah, yeah, Mitch. Mitch, actually, you—that's exactly the point I was going to make. Um, oh, well. when I play like <laughs> Burnout, Burnout Paradise. Um, the 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 angle—it's a great game, but the angle of the of the camera is just a little too low. And especially that's a game where you know you go high speeds and you crash into things and everything. I like the camera to be up so I could see what's coming, not like oh right. look at my spoiler, isn't it awesome?
4: <laughs> yeah, Just, exactly. know, spoiler alert.
3: Look, now it's shattered into a thousand pieces because oh, I couldn't fucking see.
4: <laughs> well, well, so is there is there a symptom like what is it that that seems to be like the because you know we we've run off a, a lot of examples. I think Eddie's right about the first person shooters sort of you know because you're not going to have pro- camera problems with that, but what is it that causes the games that have camera problems it, it seems like with, with grand theft auto is cuz they wanted you to look at a specific thing final fantasy 13 that's definitely because oh i think
1: they want to you to look sense. at the scenery in final fantasy XIII. Yeah, 13 yeah, because yeah 13 because 13 would have things where would go is. way wide yeah so yeah but, like, yeah
3: but like with some of these things like like for uh, epic mickey is an example i mean it can't be like the budget or something like that because <laughs> the camera is a pretty big thing <laughs>
0: Well, and, and Rockstar too. You know the the budget for GTA was a hundred million dollars.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: But but in but I don't remember it being a problem in Red Dead.
1: Yeah, I don't remember that either.
0: Right. I think they might have, which was a know. different studio.
3: It was. Oh CD yeah,
1: that's a- true. Yeah. So, well, yeah. So I'm wondering, Jeff. Yeah, I'm not sure what what it is specifically. Like if if developers maybe get hung up on certain things that, like, well, like in Final Fantasy 13, I really felt it's because they were trying to show off. Like, right. the game had some gorgeous backdrops.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, we spent a hell of yeah. a lot of time on this. You it need really to look at this. This is why the game came out so late. Yeah. <laughs> look at it and enjoy.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so I'm wondering if that's, if that's part of the problem. Or it, it seems to me that, like, a camera issue would get fixed in testing. Like, like that's what I hated. Like, there are some games when I play them, I'm always holding on, like, the right analog stick. I'm, like, always pushing the camera in where I want it to be.
2: Well, it could be just a case of like a developer getting too used to their own yeah. games; like it becomes idiosyncratic.
3: Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because I noticed like the best games are the ones where it's either like God of War, where the camera's fixed, or it's something like Uncharted or Red Dead or Mass Effect, where even if you may have some control over the camera, you don't notice it because it's just natural in your movements. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like as you're running around, your both both thumbs are moving around in order to you know. You're, you're moving your character and you're moving the camera at the same time in unison and you just get into a flow. Mm-hmm. And so those it, are the, to me, those are the best ones.
4: It's almost like the ones that are in between those two extremes. The ones that like move a little bit more than Gears of War but aren't like as fixed solid. as. Because it seems like with God of War, they made a shot decision. They're like, we're going to show this.
1: Yeah. You this know? is so, what we want you to see.
4: Right. Yeah, which which actually like in a way that I I can see that making sense from like a almost like a cinematic perspective. It's like okay, yeah, like here's the scene. Camera
3: angles. You're you're like that's a screenshot. Like that's a wallpaper right there. You know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So
1: it was it was kind of moving a little bit, um, kind of a slightly different topic, but still staying about the whole epic Mickey thing. I remember reading somewhere someone was saying I don't I don't remember where I read this, but someone was postulating that like if if Epic Mickey fails on the Wii, um, just like, like Mad World did, I guess, it was a couple Anthony. years ago. It was what, me. Was it you that was saying, like, if it yeah. fails on the Wii, yeah. are they going to be done with these kinds of games on the Wii? Yeah. Okay, That yeah, that was you. I'm stealing a thing you said. But I, <laughs> That's fine. I just
3: like that you said that you think you read it somewhere, because now it makes my <laughs> opinion sound like they're fucking really good or something. Well, no, but I, I,
1: it was something I you were talking about earlier, and I wrote it down here to talk about, like, because I was nice. like, is is this something that might be true, because... The game's getting reviewed really well, um, but this is supposed to be, like, the Wii's, like, big, hardcore thing. And it so far, it sounds like it's just kind of, ugh. That I mean,
4: world got get great reviews, too. Yeah. I remember yeah, see, it getting when, when, Yeah,
3: when I said if it fails or not, I was mainly talking about sales, not quality.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because,
3: yeah. like, my, like, my sister went out and bought it, like, before, you know, she, you know, played it or anything. Like, that. or her, she didn't read any reviews. She just like, oh, Mickey Mouse, you know, purchase yeah. So, um I don't know I I don't know how the sales are on this yet. Um but I mean that that to me that'll be the the big indicator because I mean it's getting reviewed enough that I think w- well enough that you know no one's going to point to the reviews or the quality of the game like I was on looking on GameFAQs just to see what people were saying tonight and um if anybody like GameSpot gave it a 6 out of 10. Oh. Uh, yeah, mm. and I read the review and I was like, yeah, I can't really find anything too wrong with what he's saying. And then other people were like, you know, freaking out and, you know, saying like, well, I played this and I had more fun than when I played, you know, God of War, you know, or whatever they were saying. <laughs> you know, and you know, therefore
4: the, the Wii is better.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like this review is totally wrong, you know, instead of just one guy's opinion. So some people are really enjoying it. So,
4: Man, I don't know. I, I have to wonder, like, if the the sales and the, the num- you know, all the money that the Wii made was almost sort of like a false... Expectation set by really casual gamers buying it, you know, like and and only getting those huge numbers because everybody on their mom wanted one, and then lost interest. (laughs) You know, I mean, how many people do you know who have a Wii that never play it,
0: and Um, not even like people (laughs) like not not even people like everyone I know that has one.
4: Yeah, not even people like us. Like I'm not talking about gamers. I'm talking about yeah, yeah. Just- like I
1: know casual people that like casual yeah. gamers that don't even play their Wii.
4: Yeah, you know. My, uh, so, my- I, I, mean, I I have to feel like that's part of the the issue is that there's like nothing sustaining it, <laughs> so everything is destined to fail almost in a way. You know.
1: What's funny is my coworker was talking about how his um, in laws were like, we want to, they're like, we want to buy you a, a Wii game for Christmas, and he was like, oh. Okay, because they have a Thought Wii, you me. And, uh, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, okay." And they're like, "What's that? Uh, that one? Uh, Dance Central?" And he's like, "Oh, that's um, that's Xbox Connect." Okay, well, we want to buy you that Xbox Connect game for your Wii. <laughs> and yeah, and it was just so funny. He was like, "They saw the commercial." He's like, "They knew what the game was called. They knew that it was. They knew that it was Connect." But in their heads, they had associated it with the Wii. You know, um, mm. and I guess we're going to talk about this a little bit later. I mean, the Kinect sold like crazy. You I know, guess so I we'll guess... give
3: Microsoft Marketing a half point for that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I just thought it was funny that people, that they had associated that with, you know, you know, here's what this is. It's the Wii.
3: I want you to get you a game for your Game Station 360.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I, we may have talked about this before. Just, uh, it's, it's funny that you say that, like, that whole thing about how, the game systems have changed like it used to just be like play your nintendo yeah. then it was yeah then it was your now PlayStation. It was
4: playstation now it's mm-hmm. xbox
1: now it's play your xbox
4: now it's your playbox <laughs> <Or your> Station. <laughs> it's, it's whatever the pre- it's whatever the president calls it obviously mm-hmm. yeah ipod
2: Week 60
1: yeah it makes me wonder what the next iteration of that's going to be you know is it going to swing back or i feel like it's going to swing back to sony next gen but that's just me
0: Whoa, are you, are you i'm making crazy predictions i'm making yeah. crazy predictions you're I saying four like, is gonna trounce.
1: I just I just feel like, you know, I don't know. It's I still have was,
0: holograms. I read
2: <laughs>
1: I read <laughs> a thing about um like someone was like, We're living in bizarro year because Grand Turismo five came out, Final Fantasy thirteen came out, Duke Nukem's a real game, um, Microsoft's press conference had casual games, Nintendo's press conference had hardcore games, Sony is back in touch with <laughs> they're like, We're living in like if you had told me that at the beginning of 2010, it would have been kind of like what? You know, but it's like we're living in the bizarro verse of gaming.
3: Balance and, is being restored.
1: But um, what was it? When Gran Turismo Five came out and it doubled PlayStation Three sales in Japan, which I thought everyone in Japan owned a PlayStation had one. 3 anyway. yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> so, so that that just makes me think that like Microsoft and Sony have both found ways to inject new life into their consoles. Whether that's, you know, motion control games or what obviously GT5 was a big fucking deal for Sony. And I I guess Microsoft hit it with like price drops and maybe Reach. Like do do, what were the sales drivers there? Was it really just Connect? Connect Adventures. (laughs) Connect Adventures. But but (laughs) so 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 what I'm saying is that like somehow Nintendo it's almost like they 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 hit a really high peak and they've only been going down since then. So how do yeah, they? Just,
2: just wait till the 3DS comes out. Then we'll be. Hmm.
4: Well, yeah, but that's that's the that'll thing. be that. will be the
0: handheld. The DS has yeah. always
4: been its own, like the handheld. Its own force. Been, Yeah.
0: It's yeah. A
3: monster. Yeah. Like well, that's I,
1: interesting the, though because the DSP, I remember
3: like you have to give Sony credit because no one's been able to hang like the, the DS kicked the PSP's ass, but yeah. no one. Has ever gone this far with Nintendo as Sony has with the PSP? Yeah, so. you know the
0: PSP crushes in in Japan. Oh, by the
3: way, by the yeah. way, the, you know how Gran Turismo sold double in Japan because of, or you know, the, the PS3 sold double in Japan because of Gran Turismo 5. The PSP still outsold it by thirty thousand.
2: Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dang.
4: Just because the Japanese people love portable stuff.
2: Love portable stuff. Yeah.
3: There's a new Monster Hunter game. That's why.
2: um, Oh, that makes sense. I was gonna ask if there's a new like anime hentai game or a Monster Hunter. Replay uh, two.
1: Replay (laughs) two. Jeff, what you were saying a minute ago, though, is it's, it's, it's interesting about final rave. I
4: can't believe you now. heard that. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's not, interesting.
1: Not to... It's just interesting because you're talking about, like, finding a new way to inject life into the consoles. Because I remember we were all really worried a few years ago, or maybe when Game of Shishi first started, that, like, please do not introduce new consoles four to five years in. And we're now five years into this generation. Mm. And, and so, I'm still happy. yeah, I'm still happy. There's no new
2: systems announced. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's not even buzz about them, which is yeah. kind of crazy. So I'm actually yeah, even
3: Microsoft and, P- and Sony keep saying like, no, nothing for a while. Well, because Connect
2: and Move
1: were their attempts at a new console launch, right? Eventually.
3: give it new life.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so I'm I'm actually really excited because I'm like, wow, this console generation might last for another three years because I could they probably will announce systems a year before they come out. Mm-hmm. So until that happens, like well, we might have a, at least another good two to three years left in this generation. I think so because app-
3: Sony's just hitting their stride, and I wouldn't see why yeah. they would, you know, yeah. let this. If anything, like you know, Nintendo or Microsoft might try to jump out again and get the advantage uh, again. That's I mean, Sony was around forever.
0: Well, <laughs> and
1: Sony, yeah. Sony's ceiling is higher because of the Blu-ray discs. I feel like, and the power of the cell. Mm. Um, I feel like their ceiling's a lot higher, even though I've I've heard that. I'm, that programming for the PS3 is like a total bitch. Yeah, but, I hear it's a lot right.
3: tough. Um,
1: but I feel like their ceiling's a lot higher because the 360 is already running into an issue where it's having multiple disc games and stuff.
4: Right. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, moving along um, the last few podcasts, Nick's been introducing some games that we've been doing and I don't know, I think they're pretty awesome. And so this week we're going to try out a new one, Mitch, not Mitch, Nick, if you want to take that on.
0: Yes. So uh, this week, we're going to play uh, fill-in-the-blank. It's a pretty simple game. Um, I'm sure that you've done this on tests when you were in school.
1: I don't take tests.
0: Okay, well, maybe you did when you were younger. Um, Test take me. <laughs> <laughs> are you in Soviet Russia? <laughs> the Russian Soviet reversal. Russia. Multiple it is what shows. party wants. <laughs> So I'm going to uh, say a phrase or a sentence or whatever, and then I'm going to leave the end blank, and then you can uh, fill in whatever you want. Pretty simple, yes? Yes. Okay, See. so let's start it out. We're gonna, we have four topics today, and uh, we're just going to rotate who starts. So we're going to start out with Eddie. Connect selling 2.5 million in 25 days is? Suspect.
2: Okay, Mitch. Uh, monumental. Mm. Jeff. Bittersweet. Oh, oh.
0: Anthony. Presupposed. <laughs> you you busted out the Thor's for that one. <laughs> I uh, knew that word yeah, already. Come on. I want to hear everybody. Everyone had really good <laughs> words. I really want to hear Jeff and Eddie. Uh, let, I guess since Eddie started, Eddie, continued going. Why, why is it suspect?
1: It's, it's just so ridiculous. It's such, such a big number, <laughs> like so <laughs> quickly. And, it, and, and I know I don't want to be one of, those, one of those guys, but I know that like, a lot of that stuff is um, – is how they, they factor in a lot of what they shipped, all this stuff. They spent so much in their marketing. It's just so crazy. Like I know it's probably real. It's just unthinkable. You know what I mean? Like unthinkable that you could sell that many that quickly. I just didn't – I never thought it would be like – I never thought it would stack up next to the Wii that fast. And so it's just – it's so crazy to me that – I mean obviously the Wii has far outsold it. At this point, I just never thought it would take the same amount of hype that the Wii did and run with it. I thought people – I mean like I felt like people have their Wiis and okay, whatever. I just didn't think people would jump on it. So it's just so – it's like so outrageous that it's like suspicious but I know it's probably –
0: I, Apparently, I'm, you I'm, can fool people okay. twice.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm with like when I saw that Kinect Adventures sold 2.4 million, yeah. making it one of the best-selling games in this the past few years. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous in 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 three weeks. Like, uh, ridiculous. Okay, uh, uh, Jeff.
4: Okay. The where's the
3: sweet part coming here?
4: <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, we were talking earlier about uh, them injecting new life into the console, and that's why I think it's a good thing. That's it, true. Uh, it know, keeps it's, the it keeps the generation but, going. It it keeps the generation going. Uh it means that we're gonna hopefully not see a new version of the Xbox for a while and that we'll continue getting, you know, hardcore games uh to support what we've got. It's bitter because <laughs> I don't want it to be for motion control. You know? Like okay. I, I I it's a good and a bad thing simultaneously. I'm glad that they they made the choice to do that rather than coming out with a new console, but I'm not going to get a connect. I'm not going to benefit from them actually having released that specific. And,
1: and it seems like their focus is shifting to, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well, and, if
0: you and look I, at E3 last year, that's all they covered.
4: Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, a year or two from now, it'll be hard to, to find a A AAA game that doesn't have some kind of connect something, you know? I mean, hopefully there won't be a game that I would be left out of without having a connect. Yeah. But it could yeah, I happen. it, could happen. it
1: could happen. I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Mm-hmm. Sadly, you know, or what? I, what I'm worried about is if, like, well, here's this awesome game. Instead of having options for both, here's just the connect. Because the Wii did that a lot. Instead of having control options for both, it was like here's the only way to play this game. Right. You know. So even,
4: even though they actually did tout, like when the Wii first launched, like here are the four different ways you can play Wii games. And and I think. I think with the, the Wii, the you
3: can sort of forgive it a little bit because I mean that is the basic control setup for the system for the 360. Yeah. add you bought so into if they it. did that. Yeah,
1: yeah that's exactly. true. That's a good point.
3: Yeah, so if the 360 does that, then that's like ultimate douchery. <laughs> Ooh, I want to change mine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go with
0: douchery? No, it's no, blank. no, douchery. I <laughs>
3: presupposed.
0: <laughs> uh, Mitch, Anthony, what? Y'all have anything to add?
2: Uh, I just huh. said I just said monumental because I wasn't really interested in connect so it kind of it kind of blew me away that it sold 2.5 million in 25 days is basically why i went with that because i did not expect it to do that well in such a short period of time
3: yeah i uh kind of figured i i didn't have an exact number in my head i knew it would do really really well and i knew it was going to pretty much blow everything out of the way when I, i was at the mall and i saw them doing a demonstration for it and i just saw all these families and everything staring at it and lined up and talking about it and then all throughout the mall i would hear people talking about it and i was like with my hand in my head, like, oh my god, this is going to be huge.
2: But, but
0: that <laughs> big, Anthony? That big?
3: Well, no. Like I said, I didn't have a number in my head, but I just knew it was going to be pretty big. Okay. Well, Cause cause what's What's
1: interesting is the move has actually sold two point one. Granted, it's over a couple of months, but mm-hmm. the move move has actually moved.
0: Not that's bad. <laughs> no, it's actually done two point one million. Moved a lot of units. Uh, yeah.
3: Especially the difference in marketing. Oh um, yeah. Sony's just like, this is a peripheral, and Microsoft is like, it's a new console, because when I was at the mall, the lady actually said, do you want to play the new Xbox? And I was like, what do yeah. you mean? And she goes, the, the Connect." I'm like, but it's not a new Xbox. She's like, well, no, no, but that's just what we're calling it. And I was like, oh, they probably train, No, They
4: probably, like, when they uh, train them to do the marketing for it, because I, I know companies do this, they'll <laughs> say, okay, this, no, no, seriously, they'll say, okay, here's this product, here's oh, yeah, how yeah. we want you to sell it. And they probably mm-hmm. told them, Sell it as a new Xbox. Oh Dude, no, no I, that's
3: exactly what they did. Yeah, no, I, no doubt.
0: I was at Best Buy, and there was a Connect rep there, not mm. a Microsoft rep, huh. a Connect rep. Like you know how they'll have like Samsung reps or Panasonic mm-hmm. reps there, yeah, that try to hawk stuff while you're looking at TVs, and they'll try to tell you their products the best. There was a there was a girl in a purple Connect shirt
4: that's, there,
0: and I was like, whoa, like
4: that kind of blew my mind a little bit. I mean, okay, that's yeah. actually something that that Apple does with products like the iPad launch was a big deal uh, yeah. with how they wanted to control the the marketing and the training and like there everything was, there was,
0: was a, there was an idea they had there was a there was a show they wanted to put on mm-hmm. that you know was rehearsed okay yeah, I, we're sorry we're going we're going to move on here next next question uh, the i'm sure everybody's seen this yes correct mm-hmm. nope. <laughs> the, no the <laughs> okay <laughs> the Back to the Future trailer made you feel and we're gonna start with Mitch.
2: Nothing. <laughs>
0: Nothing. Okay. Canadians. <laughs> Canonical. Okay. Oh. Anthony.
3: Okay, I have two for this one. Oh, I don't know which one to do. Um <clears throat> it made me feel heavy.
4: Oh God! Oh, the other one was God. gonna be shaky. Right, that, so. That's perfect.
1: I uh, can't even, Eddie, I can't even. I can't even like follow that one up now. Thank that's you. really good. That's just like said <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> no, I, I, man, I, dang it, Jeff. Jeff kind of took something similar. I was, I'll, I'll just say. I'll just say Misty. Okay. <laughs>
0: you have said shaky. <laughs> uh, Mitch,
4: why did it make you feel nothing?
2: Because I didn't watch it.
4: Jeff? Okay, so this is, this is goofy, but uh, did you guys ever watch the, uh, the Back to the Future cartoon that was on for like two seasons 20 years ago? A little bit. Sounds familiar. <laughs> okay, so I, I seriously thought <laughs> when I saw the trailer, I wonder which version is canon now.
2: <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Don't do that. Wow.
4: You're a uh, nerd.
0: Anthony?
3: Uh, I just said heavy right because on. it was funny
0: I like that answer
3: this is heavy doc Eddie <laughs> oh heavy 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 yeah I just said misty just because yeah, yeah it was it, it
0: was,
1: it, it, was well, it was just really nostalgic and I've been watching a lot of back to the future lately like a lot lately <laughs> um and then it, it gave me that same feeling that um when I played the Ghostbusters game, which wasn't a great game, but when I played it, I was like, this is Ghostbusters 3. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, obviously, this is going to be covering some of the stuff from, this is going to be covering the movie stuff, but at the same time, it made me feel like, like wow, like, uh, it just gave me that same vibe. It even has a similar graphic
4: style. To yeah, those. well, I, I'm, it's actually exciting in a way because like, with so many people from the original movies involved, this basically is like the continuation of the story. Yeah. You know. I mean I was uh, the animated series was some some bullshit back in the day. But uh the, the the game like it feels like the game is the real deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and that's that's kind
1: of how Ghostbusters felt. Like I was like, "Man, this is the Ghostbusters sequel I never we never mm-hmm. got." You know. Um and it and it was great.
0: Okay, Recently. move on to the next question. Uh we're starting off with Jeff. Kotick saying <clears throat> he doesn't think the App Store and Facebook are a big opportunity for Activision makes him a Delusional person. Okay. Anthony?
3: <laughs> slacker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your father was a slacker. Um,
2: <laughs> Eddie? Shrewd. Mitch? Uh, I guess makes him a short-sighted is not really a word. So. <laughs> <Makes him laughs> just, yeah, okay. he's short-sighted. Short-sighted. Okay. Good, change it.
0: I, I, everyone is kind of going the same way with this, uh, but I guess we'll continue the theme, and we'll start with Jeff. Why is he I mean, delusional?
4: I've been talking about playing iPhone games all the time. so uh, I think it is a big opportunity for them because I think a lot of people are going to be like me, um, picking up games and, and playing them all the time. I mean, maybe his only issue is the price point for the games. Did he say why it's not a big opportunity? Because it seems like... Um, In
0: the story I read, it just said he didn't think it was a big opportunity for actor. Uh, I, I don't know. know. I didn't, sitting
4: on a there, pile
3: of Call of Duty money.
4: See, because <laughs> I feel like the install base of people that can use uh, apps on the iPhone or on Facebook is enormous. It's probably bigger than the install base for the other gaming consoles, if you think about it. I mean, think about how many people have an iPhone and think about how many people are on Facebook. I wonder what those numbers are like compared to, you know xbox ownership or playstation 3 ownership now i guess the, the downside is a lot of the games on the app store cost 99 cents and everything on facebook is all about uh microtransactions so maybe he just doesn't see the monies there I don't
0: know. okay um anthony i guess your same idea he is a yeah, slacker just,
3: yeah because i was going to say quitter but then i realized that slacker is a good synonym for quitter and i wanted to keep going with the back to the future thing <laughs> right right um so yeah i just think that you know, I mean, obviously it's an opportunity. There's lots of people making money off it. What does he suddenly not like money? <laughs> like, like oh, I only like money when it comes from paying $60 for Call of Duty. Right. Like, What, is he an elitist about his money now? Like, that's that's when, like, I mean, no, we've got enough money. I, I, <laughs>
4: it's like how <laughs> kind of we said last week. We've you know, made enough.
3: We're good. Let's just let him have that one.
4: Yeah, I mean, I wonder what the development costs are. Compared. He's saying that
3: now, when EA finds something and starts making a shit ton of money on it, trust me, he'll change his tune. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, because you hear so many stories about, like, a one-man development team making a game that sells a million dollars. Well, Xbox. like
2: Minecraft, or, different platform, but... Or you
0: look at Rovio with Angry Birds, and, I mean, they're a tiny company, and they, <laughs> Angry Birds sold, like, what was it, like, 7 million copies or something? Jeez. Or maybe it's like three million or whatever, but it's still yeah, it's, I mean, I, it's stupid money.
4: Apple takes a chunk,
0: but still, it's still they, stupid. They money. what is it thirty percent, Jeff? It's a, it's like a that. big
4: chunk. I, I don't remember what it is, but it's, yeah. But it's
0: about but that's become industry standard. It's not like they're taking people behind the woodshed and stealing their money. You know, no,
4: no I definitely don't
0: think uh, Eddie Shrewd.
1: The guy knows how to make money, so that's my thing. I'm like the guy. The the guy clearly knows how to make money, and if he feels that there's no opportunity here, then it maybe it's maybe it's a you know, an all right business decision for him just because it's like he knows how to make money. If he doesn't feel like there's money there, he's going to go milk it somewhere else. Um, mm-hmm. And so that, that was kind of why I went that direction. I mean, what's interesting is I feel like he might feel that way because I know that they're more interested in the future. They're more interested in um, subscription fees than they are microtransactions. Um, and there's there's a little conspiracy theory going on right now that – that Activision was part of the reason that the the Xbox Live subscription went up. Um, because he was quoted last year as saying something about how, how he feels like um, like he they could actually prove that a certain amount of people that are on Xbox Live are there only to play Call of Duty.
3: And they're not getting any kickback from that.
1: Yeah, and he was like, and if we wanted, we could have an, a, a Call of Duty subscription if we wanted. We could hmm. do it tomorrow. And then... This year, he was quoted as saying that he feels that Microsoft has given something to the effect of like that they feel compensated now, and so a lot of people are, so, are
3: connecting dots. Yeah, are connecting dots. They got dots. the Glenn Beck chalkboard yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Like, well,
1: yeah, like, like, okay, well, we'd hate for we, we would hate for Activision to jump off and make their own subscription service. You know what I mean? Like, so what if we kicked up <laughs> part of the subscription fee? So, like, you know, I don't know how much I believe that, but it makes a little bit of sense because because Activision could do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're they're big enough.
1: Yeah, and they want to. I mean, like subscription fees is where they want to take their entire business because of wow. Yeah. So,
3: yeah, they did say that that Call of Duty will not be Subscription based, though they said yeah. they'll do. Like, in its
2: current, in its VR. current yeah. model, yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: Steve Jobs also said nobody wants to watch movies on a phone.
4: Yeah, actually, uh, was, that was the point I was going to make. Is that is the or nobody
2: played games on the?
4: Well, could that be CEO speak where they're saying like, right, you know, what he's really saying is right now we don't have an opportunity. That I want to talk about, you know, like because that's what Steve Jobs does. He's just like, no, nah, we're not doing that because he doesn't want to talk about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, we're going to move on to the last one here. And we're going to start with Anthony. Okay. Valve delaying portal made you.
3: Oh my God. This rhymes. Chortle. (laughs) Chortle. <laughs> I didn't realize it until you said it. You changed the, the
1: Anthony. Syntax. Anthony's the best at this game. The rest of yeah. us just,
3: <laughs>
0: should just catch he is, it in.
3: He is very good at this game. <laughs> He's Hi, victorious.
2: Man. Somebody <laughs> needs to Photoshop like four of Anthony's faces raising the flag of Evo Jima. <laughs> <laughs> or five or whatever. Oh,
0: man. Um, Eddie. Relieved. Okay. Uh, Mitch. Uh, apathetic. And jeff well I wanted it more
4: i guess i don't know desirous lustful <laughs>
0: we're gonna go with lustful on this um <laughs> jeff. Doesn't, just, doesn't everything make jeff feel lustful <laughs> yeah, i think so i
4: am a sexy person so anthony <laughs> we're gonna that. start
0: with you and your joke because it was good
3: <laughs> um well uh Valve. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Valve. I don't know if you guys are aware is infamous for delaying games at times. Yeah. So when I heard that yeah. Portal was delayed. I also heard it right away that it was only for a little bit, not you know a huge delay. So it, but it did make me kind of go like, you know, like, that's kind of fun. <laughs> it, it, turned you,
1: it turned you into a French person? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, we have no French fans. We don't anymore if we did have some before. Well, we've already alienated all the Japanese fans, right? Did
1: you, tw- did you twirl your mustache <laughs> while you did it?
4: Uh, a little bit.
3: I was too busy running away and dropping my gun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I already made a surrendering to Valve joke. <laughs> Eddie,
0: why are you relieved? What? How? Why would you be? A couple
1: relieved? of reasons. One, because it was originally slated to come out kind of in the middle of a couple of other things, so now it's moved to April. So it's actually kind of on the tail end of like all those games. That's actually pretty good. Um, but then relieved on the other sense that it wasn't moved all the way to fall. I'm like, okay, I can deal with
2: a quick, okay. quick like little that. bump. 13. Yeah, yeah. Mitch, uh, just it got delayed. Valve games always yeah. get delayed, and it wasn't yeah. that long. Whatever. I'm not doing good at this game at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff, it made you want it more just because it's further away. Yes.
4: Uh, probably. I mean, I think they. Valve is. Don't good deny about
2: your games. feelings.
4: No, it's true. The other thing is, Valve is good about delaying games for good reasons, I think. I mean, I I feel like they're they're delaying Half Life Episode 3 for a reason, not just because they want to taunt us. So, Dead 3. um, But yeah, no, I I have a feeling that they delayed Portal 2 for a very good reason. And it's, I'm going to call it now, I'll bet that it's going to be our game of the year next year.
1: Dang. Wow. Mm, Already calling it.
4: I think I will call it. Write that down. Um, Yeah,
0: where's that section?
1: This turned into a game of predictions, and Jeff just just threw down the gauntlet.
0: (laughs) But that's the end of the game. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed it. I did. uh, Anthony won.
1: Yay. Thank you. Thank you. All right, well, moving into the last bit, uh, this is something we were hoping to talk about last time, but it actually worked out well that we can talk about it this time. Um, I guess it was last month we did a story that – we talked about on the site that Game Informer did their story of the 30 um, – what was the – I'm blanking on the official name of it. 30 oh, it was, characters uh, that defined 30, a generation.
3: 30 – hold on. I got the magazine right oh. here. It or is, is it a decade? Yeah, a decade. 30 They're, characters who defined a decade.
1: Yeah. And so we wanted to talk about this because it's interesting looking back at the last 10 years or whatever. And, you know, we're nerds, so we love to tear apart lists. You know, this list is the worst ever. But – um,
0: I like your nerd impression. Yeah, that was my nerd <laughs> impression.
1: But – um. It's basically, first you impersonating list. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we looked at that, and we really wanted to talk about it because there's a lot of things I really wanted to to dig into it because it was just it it the list made me simultaneously like super nostalgic, but also a little annoyed as I as I talked about. It. But I wanted to read the the first ten before we even started talking, and this was they they set this whole thing up as characters that defined an entire decade, right? And
3: and what's important to remember is this isn't anything about like iconic or sales they all talk about these characters as like within the story and their their actual personalities and you know like character characters so that's important to, to mention before we go ahead
1: yeah. yeah yeah so here's their list of top 10 characters that defined the last 10 years glados from portal john marston from red dead redemption that was number two number three nathan drake uncharted 2 number four master chief from halo number five nico Bellic from grand theft auto 4 number six alex vance half-life 2 number seven kratos god of war Number eight, Andrew Ryan Bioshock. Number nine, Logane, uh, from Dragon Age Origins. Number ten, Ezio with a long name from Assassin's Creed two.
0: And i the Frenzy. <laughs> now so <laughs> Mac 2. So,
1: so here's 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 So the...
0: take a look at the map. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so here's Ezio.
1: Here's my softball my Hold on. Here's my softball toss to you guys. When I read those top ten names as characters that defined wh- wh- Let's do a fill in the blank. What would you say those ten characters defined in terms of a time period? Because I would say the last two years. Yeah. yeah, let's yeah. See.
3: Well, I mean, one, yeah. two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven for, from the last ten years. Two years. Yeah.
1: So only only Master Chief from years. Halo what and, what only, years and, seven, Portal, yeah. and only Kratos from God of War are have in my mind have defined closer to ten years, and even those started in what Master Chief was? I guess was two thousand one.
3: Kratos was 2005, and let's face it, he's not the most dynamic character.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so I just I think it's You'd crazy. A good story,
3: though, it? I think it's oh, no he does
1: that they said like here are characters that define the last 10 years, and their top 10 are all from the last from the last two to three, and in my mind like okay maybe you could do that if you want to say here are the top 30 best characters of the last 10 years, and the list kind of talks about that some, but it seemed like they were setting it up more like here are the one that the characters that Really set this gaming decade apart, and I feel like you can't pull them all from like the last two to three years of gaming. That just to me, that doesn't span a whole decade very well to say right. the the ten best.
0: Also, I feel like changing the their criteria. In their oh, sorry, Mechko.
2: No, I was just saying it's probably because Game Informer's lazy, and those are just the ones I thought <laughs> of first.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, like well, I don't. yeah. I mean, that is the question, though. Is it uh symptomatic of their approach, or is it that a Games have gotten better at creating good characters recently. Well, so, I think well, some the of their
3: criteria for good characters is a little skewed. Like this is this was the thing that started this whole thing was when I brought this up to Eddie was uh, they mentioned Nico Bellic and they mentioned like how he's unlike the other Grand Theft Auto protagonists, he's not just a power mad, ambitious, hungry gangster. He's actually you know he, he doesn't want to be bad, but he you know he is and this and that. And they say that. But then down there, uh, where is he? I can't even find him right now. Number, Number 18. 18, Tommy Versetti, who is one of those power-mad, ambitious, hungry gangsters. Still made the list. Yeah, yeah from Vice from City. Yeah. Those, 20. And they say Nico's different from the other ones, but they still put one of those on the list. So I don't know what the fuck.
1: Well, see, and then on top of that, Nico Bellic, I've always just thought was a terrible character because he was always like – He's like cousin Roman. I do not want to do these bad things. And then he was like, "I cut off your head," and like freak out. <laughs> and I
2: was like,
0: "He just was so inconsistent." Like he, he
2: was, was like, the greatest bipolar character of our generation. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, maybe that's maybe that's what they were trying to go for there. Maybe they were well, talking to something nah. deeper. That you was what the what cut I, part like, of the game. Is all about the id. I kind of take issue with Master Chief. Uh, I, I, that's what with, I was going to talk about, real quick. Yeah, with their definition
3: like, of what the list is, I agree. Go ahead. Exactly, I feel yeah, like they're changing
0: criteria halfway through the list, or not halfway, d- randomly throughout the list. Because if they're going for most iconic characters, Master of Chief's at the, decade, the Chief's at the top. Exactly, he's, the last he's decade, in your top sure. three, easy. But but you can't Best say story wise that he's yeah. that he is better than Andrew Ryan of Bioshock. Like he's that's a, he's a way gun more with a gravelly voice. Yeah,
3: they That's even all mention he how he's a cypher. They say, like, you know, he's the definition of the reliable hero. And although he may not be the gaming's most robust character, uh, he has played a vital role in the industry as he does in Halo's fiction. Yeah, so they're talking about... Criteria. For yeah. The past decade. yeah, they changed their criteria on the fourth one.
0: Right. And then like, they go back just, to... Just like when they got to number gets.
3: 18, they forgot what they did at number five.
0: <laughs> okay, I have another question. Um, I don't know if we want to get into this yet, but uh, Shepard... At number twelve, can I have a if, problem? If you if you control everything he does and decisions yes. he makes, how can he be on this list? He's
1: not a yeah. character.
0: He's not.
3: He's he's almost as much of a cipher as Master Chief.
0: But even yeah. more so.
1: Yeah, he's well, a yeah. vehicle for you yeah. to be a badass. I mean, yes.
0: <laughs>
4: He should or, be disqualified from this list. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah, are any of the other characters like that that are just? avatars for your decisions? I mean, I'm sure there's more. Um,
2: not really. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, he's the only one that's pretty much it's like the, only one. Yeah. the epitome of the player character. Yep.
0: Yeah. I you know, mean, if they would have, if they would have really had, like had Gordon Freeman on there, yeah, there would have been another one, but they don't, mm-hmm. you know
4: what I mean? Well, well, yeah. Yeah. Did you guys ever play braid? Because I'm thinking back on, on braid and well, he's on the list. No. He, yeah. Tim. Tim, Tim from braid. That's what I'm talking about. He, he's at yeah. number 20. Uh, the game opens with, like, little paragraphs of text, but the main character doesn't have any personality, really. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're supposed to associate the text that opens every level with his personality. <laughs> so oh, then yeah.
0: he's on the list because of gameplay? Well, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess so, yeah. But that's says that's his... stupid. Then he shouldn't be on the list.
3: Now, would we here at the end is, his failings as a person make him much more interesting than Braid's 2D presentation might lead players to initially believe. So if you go on GameFAQs and you figure out the story that way, he's interesting.
4: <laughs> now, See, I, play, I played the game and I, I did not really know what the story was.
0: <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only so one that's who a, felt So that's problem. obviously a
4: problem. Now,
0: <laughs> yeah, if, we were going
1: to, if we were going to reorder the list by the criteria they originally said,
2: HK forty seven is number one.
0: I hate you so much, Mitch. I was about to say that. Hold well, no, on, no, that's what I'm saying. If we so were gonna, much. hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. Let me finish. If we were gonna, yeah, we were gonna rearrange based on the criteria they already talked about, which is the most like characters that were the most iconic. I feel like the top five out of oh, you're I, not,
0: not not character. You're not doing yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. If I mean, we could we could talk about that a little bit too. But I'm talking about like if just straight up what it was supposed to be. I feel like I'm not. This isn't in any particular order, but I feel like Master Chief has to be there. I feel like I feel like even HK forty seven can be there because um, the Western RPG I feel like in this decade really took off, and I feel like some Bioware character would need to be on there because of it. Um, and HK forty seven is their most iconic character, I think. Well, I think Revan. then
3: you, I think then you put Tommy Vercetti in the top five.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I would agree because yeah, Grand Theft Auto three and Vice City made like a huge yeah. mark. I feel like uh, Captain yeah. Price. Has to be in the top, mm, absolutely. If, yeah. And then Master Chief, and maybe maybe Kratos. I think
0: Kratos has to be there because Kratos yeah. Yeah. did he is something kind of a mascot. that he did. He did something that yeah. I don't know if anything uh, any other character has done. He late in a in a system's life became, became a mascot, Yeah. a mascot, and that's, yeah, that's really true. really rare.
2: I think uh, Wander
1: from Shadow of the Colossus would be in the top ten just because, like, I feel like he almost. Even like Shadow of the Colossus, in so many ways, I, I feel like is a, a big like, you know, we talk we already talked about it earlier in this you know podcast, but I feel like it's just one of those games that made a mark this decade that was like, wow, this is this is what games could be, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh,
3: I agree with that. I think in the top ten, I don't know where I'd put him. I think Nathan Drake now, especially after Uncharted two, would be up there. He's sort of a mascot for PS three now. He's kind of he's pretty much iconic now.
1: Yeah, he would have to be lower in the top ten because he's more recent. I but yeah, I agree that he would he would. That, that a couple of people could make it, you know. Um, well, he's, I, he's
2: all, Nathan Drake also formed the template for, like, how many other video game characters after right. him, too. Are right. trying to copy,
1: yeah, what... what, what, what I, Charlie
4: I Charlie would Bush. like to see more characters like Elena Fisher, though. You yes. know, like, and, and Jade, like, more interesting female characters that aren't just there for eye candy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'd be nice if they were the, the see, main character.
3: Those are good, strong female it'd, characters. It'd
4: be nice if those were written,
0: too. Right. Yeah. Well, like, Bonnie <laughs> McFarlane
2: is one of those from Red Dead Redemption.
0: See, I, but I feel
3: like Bonnie McFarlane shouldn't be on this list. I'm sorry. No, she, yeah, should be on the,
2: she should be on the list, but she's an example of that type of character. Right. Yeah, Yeah.
3: like, when I saw Bonnie McFarlane on the list, even at number 29, I was like, really? We're re-? So we're literally just going with what we played last week.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
4: exactly. That's so crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I don't know if I would call any of them iconic characters, though. That's the, that's the thing. I don't exactly. know if they have a good, strong female character that is also iconic. Which is actually, in the
3: past ten years.
4: Yeah,
2: like, like you know, if, you if
3: you're think, going by their you story, video game
2: character, you, say, you think like Laura Croft or Princess Peach, which is hmm. not really right. Yeah,
3: and, and was, either see, of those just a, is really
2: that, you see, know, you're,
3: just an ass. But Nick and Eddie are right. Like, see, the problem is their their title is defined a decade, and that doesn't make sense with what they're actually saying about each of these characters. You know, yeah. if they titled it something different, like the thirty best characters of the generation of the decade, then yeah in this list, yeah, it makes a little more sense, but oh, I'd, still dead re- dead re- I'd
1: still reorder it. I, well, yeah, Master, so, Chief, oh, Master yeah. Chief isn't even on it. <laughs> no. <All> right, well, <laughs> so, so if we're really so, doing
0: story-wise, like what what Mitch and I just said earlier, what I was going to say before Mitch interrupted me, if we're doing <laughs> no,
4: story-wise,
0: H- HK-47 ha- is, is, if it's not a number one, I think he's got to be in your top ten, because he was one of the most interesting characters I've played in a... maybe ever. I mean, he was... Terribly interesting, and his story was amazing.
4: And he he's he's, he's got to be higher up. You know what See, I mean? That makes me wish I had ever played that game because I, I feel like if you're just going on story alone, Glados keeps her spot.
1: Glados stays up there, pretty high. Yeah, I feel She's like high. Glados
4: is High. I agree. She's yeah. Very high.
0: She's top three.
1: You know what? I'm really the person I was most glad was on this list. As weird as this is, because yeah, I don't, I, know. I, don't <laughs> I don't, I don't love this game. Even like I like the game a lot. Is it
0: Aaron? Aaron Yeah. I and was so happy that
1: he was on this list cuz he's one of my favorite Final Fantasy characters ever. And I was just really happy to see him on this list cuz like mm-hmm. I feel like people don't really talk about him a lot cuz he was just a great awesome character in the middle of that game. But, like you know, I don't something. dislike Final Fantasy 10, but I, mm-hmm. I don't love it either, but I love something
0: Ar- I would like to point out, I I like uh I like the Professor Layton and Phoenix Wright are on there because yeah. they've kind of defined handheld gaming in the past 5 years probably like so, I feel like they're important. I hate that, that they're
1: both so low in the list. I do too. <laughs> I feel like you could spread them out a little bit. I hate yeah, Jimmy Hopkins. Hopkins, right? I
0: hate Jimmy Hopkins,
1: is on there. I hate the elusive man, is on there. I hate Cosmos. Yeah, Notes. the
3: elusive man is a cigarette smoking man from The X Files. <laughs> yes. Like, just because we ripped off something, and I'm not dissing Mass Effect, you know, I love Mass Effect, but just because they rip something yes. off from a TV show and put it into a game doesn't make that a great character.
2: He's, he's a smoking plot device, is basically what he is. Yeah, yeah exactly.
3: <laughs>
2: I want to say that I'm glad that the boss is on there from Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah, I am too. And I'm uh, going
0: to say I actually like that Logan's on there. I was going to say actually, that too. I actually really, really like that pick because I feel like that would that's an easy one to overlook.
1: My favorite yeah. ending of that game was the Loghain Redemptive ending. Mm-hmm.
3: I, think I that's, thought,
1: because I played all four endings and that was my favorite ending of that game.
3: Yeah. What about Cosmos?
1: Oh, I hate it! Terrible. I don't even, the
0: know. <laughs> I don't even know. what a Coast problem. Is. Yeah. That's that's a problem. Then
1: yeah, she's River. No. She's basically River Tam. What is? is yeah, just. <laughs> yeah, she's basically River Tam from from Firefly. <laughs> I, I, Except, I definitely you know, would actual
4: say. I would I would, <laughs> I would say annoying. that like I would personally put uh, Captain Price really high on the list. Like yeah, I don't know. I really was not impressed with. Modern Warfare 2, but every minute he's in the game, yes. it's like a, a different game. It's yeah. Of, yeah, well, I think Eddie really wrote
2: weird. that on a Eddie Ed, Eddie wrote that on a feature once. Like he did Solid Snake versus Captain Price, and he said, as soon as Captain Price shows up, you know shit's gonna get real. <laughs>
3: exactly. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Like right. that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. Like that. I'm with you. Price should be. If If you're going with like, especially this decade, but even if you're going to this whole generation, he defines. A, a lot of what this generation because modern warfare
1: Call of Duty changed, and not even when it first started. Like modern warfare itself changed the game. Yes, for online shooters,
0: and, and I, the most yeah. iconic thing of that game is him.
4: Yeah, the, the his mustache well, now, his mustache. And, and the jilly, him and the jillies in the mist, man, because exactly. that's a, that's you playing as
0: Captain Price, Which is maybe my I said this two weeks ago, but maybe my level of the. Decade or the generation.
1: Now, one thing that's also interesting is I see why they tried to do it. They, but I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I understand what, why they did it, but I don't know wh- what your solution would have been. I see why they stuck Ezio in there. Not because I don't think, I don't think he belongs in this list, but I feel like if you're talking about characters that defined um, not a decade, if you were going to change it to generation, I feel like you would need one of the assassin figures, like that white hooded. Right. Prototype, yeah. except,
4: assassin. Except what's-his-face from the first game is a douchebag. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. Be, uh, Either the
0: of them guy. are good
2: characters, but the assassin... I, I'm with you, Eddie. If it wasn't just story criteria, you could also say he embodies the the thing of like jumping from a mediocre game to an excellent game within one attempt.
1: But it's also, it defines, in my mind, like stealth and sandbox you know, um, too like in this well, game, in this Eddie. Genre. If
0: if if there's no like, l- if there's no restriction on that, that that it has to be like characters or story, you just say for,
1: the assassins.
0: <laughs> I'm just talking the white cloak. Like, yeah. is yeah. iconic for the generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, from a Starless
3: design perspective, was underneath yeah. it mm-hmm. that has become iconic.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Is like Ezio doesn't matter, Altaïr doesn't matter. It's the white cloak. Yeah, that's a good point.
3: Yeah, they could have even just put the. If they're going to put Ezio on there, they could have easily just just put I can't remember his name, but the guy that's going into the. uh Desmond the, Miles. Oh, Des- Des- Desmond Miles? Yeah, Desmond. Yeah, Desmond. They could have put him on there as easily as, you know. Nathan uh, Miles? As uh, Yeah. <laughs> as uh, easy as Ezio. Ed- I mean,
0: because Desmond Miles is the end game of this, right? I mean, he's that's yeah, where you're yeah. eventually that's going. That's where you're going, so. yeah.
3: Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I agree. Like, if you're going to do iconic, like, obviously you could just put Ezio or the white cloak. But if you want to do a character, I mean, you could put Ezio, you could put Altair, you could put Desmond.
4: Doesn't fucking matter. You know, who any, else, you, know else, you know what I think? They need to make Kristen Bell assassin. <laughs> just,
1: well, you know, you know who else I'm really glad, and I, also I feel like would belong somewhere in the top fifteen of most. If you wanted to change it to the what it's really supposed to be, the most iconic would be uh, someone from Katamari Damacy. Cause I feel I like think
4: King of All Cosmos is pretty good, man. Yeah,
1: amazing. that's what I'm saying. Like it, 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 it personifies the, or not personifies it. Like it, um, it, it totally captures like those, like that, that game to me in this in this decade captures. I guess, the quirky, goofy, casual, mm-hmm. addictive mm-hmm. side of gaming in this decade. is and I think the that it's, games.
0: I think that it's 30 because it's too old. I mean, I hate <laughs> to say that, but it, because it didn't come out two years ago, that's yeah, why it's 30. They, yeah, I'm surprised that it's kind of, just
2: it's like an out. angry bird on there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, Eddie, uh, what, what do you think about Zombie. Ethan Mars?
1: Uh, I don't... Uh, I feel like... It, I feel character,
3: like story wise, I think it's okay. I don't wouldn't put it that high.
1: I feel like Shelby was a more interesting character from that game, or the chick. Um, the girl, I can't even yeah. remember. I'm Madison, talking about. Madison, she's, a, I'm Madison talking about Madison, she's a good character, and I can't remember her name. But Madison yes. Page. no, what I, about, I, I, I would.
4: I would vote for the detective being a more interesting character. Shelby, except, yeah. yeah, except you know what? Ethan was
3: awesome because he had a button that made you Jason. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just that was a really
2: like,
0: good impression. That was a really good impression. No, he did not
2: sound I, monotone enough.
4: I, I, I just
0: Jason, that, uh, you have to sound kind of dead when you do it. Jason.
2: Like you don't really care. You're just
0: going get, yeah. get in trouble with your wife.
4: <laughs> yeah. so all um, I'm trying to say is, up oh, yeah, until spoilers happened, Shelby was my favorite character in the game.
2: Yeah, yeah mine too, right?
1: actually. He was the best acted. Mm-hmm. For By sure. Far. Yeah.
4: Um, I'm only played two or
3: three hours of Lost Odyssey, but Kaim Argonar, he's, he's a really interesting character. Um, because he's his name is
2: Kaim Argonar.
3: Yeah. Motherfucker. It's um, <laughs> yeah. He, Cause he's like immortal. Uh, so he's lived for like thousands of years and, um, he slowly is regaining his memories. It's a JRPG, so of course he has some amnesia. But what's nice is like he he really takes pleasure in like little small interactions with people, like the, the everyday things that most people ignore and l- overlook. He finds a lot of joy and delight and things like that. So it kind of makes him a little bit interesting. I haven't finished the game, so I don't even know if he should be on the list or not. But this list is part of one of the things that made me seek that game out recently. So huh,
0: nice. So it's was it okay? Let, uh, characters that should not be on this list go like bonnie that are McFarlane. on it that really should not be on bonnie it.
1: mcfarlane i agree bonnie with McFarlane. that coast coast coast, coast. coast okay. Okay. um i i have no feeling about the dude from psychonauts i never played it
4: yes. I, know a lot of people,
1: I know a lot of people loved it but i'm
4: I actually think I, I think Elena Fisher should be taken off even though she is a, a good character uh, I think she's on there because they were trying they were stretching to find but better women there's so many
1: rock star characters on this list Jimmy Hopkins should be
4: on yeah Jimmy, Jimmy Hop- uh,
2: the elusive man is out
1: if you're talking mm-hmm. about pure story I'd say Commander Shepard but if you're talking mm-hmm. about iconic he could he could be in the top 30 because he's represents a kind of you know
3: I didn't finish AED. Half-Life 2 what do you guys think about Alex Vance
2: I think she. I,
4: I think she did. I think
2: she's good. She, I think she she's represented pretty icon- something.
4: Yeah. I think she she has a lot bigger deal in the episode. in the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I
0: love Andrew Ryan. I know that I'm the the resident Bioshock. Lover. No, no, I'm with you 100. Uh, percent I Anthony's love Andrew nice. Ryan on here. Okay, good. I'm yeah. glad that he's top 10 too. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I think that about does it for this podcast. We covered some good stuff. Um, Be sure to rate and review the podcast and tell everybody how much you love it because we would love you for that. Tell
0: them to download it. Yes. And rate it five stars. Five stars and write a review. Our goal
2: this week is to beat Oprah. (laughs) That's, you know, we're big big dreamers.
0: We got a puncher's chance.
3: (laughs) (laughs) A puncher's chance. I love that.
1: But yeah, so if if you wanna if you wanna follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash sushi. wanna
2: follow me, twitter.com slash eddie revis. Uh, twitter.com slash mi seven ch.
3: Twitter.com slash unsquare. Twitter.com slash Anthony Taylor underscore.
0: Twitter.com slash Nick Camardo. Cool deal. Thanks for listening, guys.
3: Uh, by the way, Resident nope. Evil 5 is awesome. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you got it
0: in. Nice.